1: Hello, hello, I'm Kelsey Nixon and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner, or in today's case, lunch, specifically packing school lunches. We are going to talk about a simple system for packing those school lunches. I had no idea that this would become something that I legitimately dreaded. It is one of those tasks that you're either doing at the end of a long day or at the beginning of a hectic morning, and it just always seems to be so inconvenient. So I finally put in a system, and it has made such a big difference, and I'm excited to share it with you. And this applies to having kids, and this certainly applies for anyone who has to pack lunch for themselves. Regardless, these strategies will work across the board. I'm excited to talk about them, but first, we always start with three simple recipes you can throw on your meal plan. First up, crispy coconut shrimp and rice bowls these are incredible it is a recipe club august recipe and we just we can't get enough of them and this recipe but i was so excited to see it get voted on because in recipe club if you're a member the members all vote on the recipes that they would like for me to create that way i'm creating recipes that you actually want and need and most of the time I don't see a ton of fish get voted into those top recipes. And I think it's just because we're more familiar to when it comes to cooking with chicken and beef and pork. But fish is so great. And the awesome thing about fish is that it's often really fast. It's a really quick dinner, especially shrimp. But as with all of the Recipe Club recipes, I always provide substitutions. So if you do not like shrimp, crispy, coconut, Chicken and rice bowls are just as delicious and I have provided the instructions for those. But enough about all of that. Let's talk about this recipe. You can make these in your oven, you can make them in your air fryer. Um, And one of the things that makes such a big difference is doing this dredge so you get a nice crispy coating And I like using my oil sprayer. Now, this is one of those tools I've talked about on Instagram before. Who knew? It's like one of those tools that you don't think you need, but when you have it, you're like, oh, how did I live without this thing? And I'm usually quite anti-gadget because I don't want you to have anything in your kitchen that you aren't going to regularly use. But I find myself using this sprayer, spritzer, whatever you want to call it all the time. The brand I like is EVO and we'll make sure to link it in the show notes, but it's so great especially if you're looking to make crispy foods. So anytime you're coating something in a breadcrumb, um you're using your air fryer, have it just gives a nice thin coating of olive oil, avocado oil cuz you can pick whatever oil you want to put in there. And particularly in this recipe it gets that shrimp so crispy. And then the thing that's just so delicious about this recipe is that there's this honey butter sauce that you drizzle over the top of the shrimp. I'm literally salivating as I am talking about it because it was so yummy. And then I do this um, lemony rice and peas as the base. And this lemony rice and peas, not only is it great with this recipe, but it's just like a go-to side dish for me and my family. I have found that my kids really like rice. Petite peas are one of those frozen staples that I can kind of, I don't even want to say sneak into because they can very much see them, but it's just a good veggie for me to incorporate into some of our meals. In fact, sometimes I'll toss those peas in mac and cheese and my kids are fine with it. Um, But the lemony rice and peas is also just a great side dish on its own. So anyways, if you want that recipe, join us in recipe club. I swear my best recipes are in recipe club. It's been such a fun project to work on. All right. Next, this is an oldie but a goodie. This is a really delicious recipe. It actually comes from my cookbook, Kitchen Confidence, but you can find it on my website. It is my skillet chicken piccata, and it is yummy, yummy. It is made with chicken cutlets or chicken that you kind of pound thin, so it cooks very quickly, and you make this bright lemony sauce. Um, It's got capers, but if you don't like capers, you can easily take those out and it is just like if you it's like a restaurant meal you can make at home in minutes the other thing I like about chicken piccata is I almost always have everything on hand to make it as long as I have chicken and so I can make it in last minute it's one of those dishes that's easy enough for a Tuesday night but impressive enough if your in-laws are coming over so yummy so much flavor and if you've ever wanted to learn how to make a pan sauce This is a great introductory recipe to the basics of a pan sauce because it's a very, very simple pan sauce. So skillet chicken piccata, it is such a hit with my family. The Bear is a a series my husband and I have been watching and we just watched an episode last night where he was teaching the kitchen staff how to make chicken piccata. It's a whole series about what it's like to work in kitchens and whatnot. And I just gave me a hankering for Chicken piccata. And that's exactly why it's on our menu this week. And finally, we're going to make the five ingredient creamy tomato tortellini with spinach. This is a recipe I shared on Instagram. I have a series on Fridays where I share five ingredient recipes that are so simple. And this one is amazing. In fact, I think this, I would consider this a pantry meal because once again, I seem to always have everything on hand to make it. And um, it's also a Costco friendly meal. So while you can get all of the ingredients, it many different grocery stores, I can get all of these in my Costco order. So the five ingredients are cheese tortellini, refrigerated cheese tortellini, Rayo's marinara sauce, best marinara of all time, pesto, prepared pesto. And I like the Kirkland kind. That is my very favorite pesto. Um, A splash of heavy cream and some baby spinach. And it is so yummy. It comes together to make this really rich Creamy sauce that's almost like a vodka sauce, like a pink sauce. Um, And if you wanted to add protein to this, you totally could do that. A, you could purchase tortellini that had some sort of protein in it. Or what I would do here is I would add some crisp prosciutto or bacon over the top. Um, I think that would be delicious. Or you could serve this alongside grilled chicken or pork tenderloin, something like that. But it is pretty hearty because you've got the uh, tortellini, which is a heartier filled pasta it is quite hearty without the protein. There you have it. Three recipes you could make this week. That crispy coconut shrimp or chicken and rice bowl, the skillet chicken piccata, and the five ingredient creamy tomato tortellini with spinach. Hopefully at least one of those recipes fits into your meal plan easily this week or make all three of them. Most weeks I am making between three to four recipes Then the other nights. It's a combination of leftovers, really easy meals from the freezer or going out. Um, But I almost always make these three recipes that I suggest on the podcast, and I would love for you to make them with me as well. All right, let's jump into the back half of the podcast today, where we're going to chat about a simple system for packing school lunches. We're going to start with this story. I want to take you back to the very first school lunch that I packed for my older son, Ollie. I don't know if it was pre-K or kindergarten. All I know is that it was the first time I had bought a lunch box and I had officially joined the ranks of a lunch packing parent. And being the foodie that I am, I was excited. I was like, this kid's going to have awesome lunches, right? So I was determined to make this first lunch memorable and I don't remember what shape it was, but I cut his sandwich into some sort of shape. I think I, I cut cucumbers into stars. Like it was a whole thing. Right. And I remember picking him up from school and kind of excitedly looking at him and being like, how was your lunch? And him, Shrugging and then opening the lunchbox to find that he really hadn't eaten anything that I packed for him, anyways, because it was so different than what he usually had at home. I learned a very valuable lesson that day that when it comes to lunch packing, keep it simple. It'll make your life easier and it's probably what your kid wants. So I am always all about finding ways to simplify mealtime and that includes lunch. So I've collected some tips some tricks over the years, and I want to talk about how you can streamline that process. Before we do that, I want to talk about this magical age cutoff, because I, depending on how old your children are, or maybe you're just packing lunch for yourself, and if you're packing lunch for yourself, well, you're the only one doing it, but I have found that it's about third grade when kids are independent enough to pack their own lunches. And I want to encourage you slash give you permission that if you have a kid that is in third grade or higher, they should be packing their own lunches to give you a break. That's why. Not only that, but I think that this idea of packing a lunch is an independent task kids can do. And we all know that giving our kids responsibilities and tasks like this. It helps with independence and developing confidence, not to mention teaching them what, how much food they need to feel full, right? Like there's, there's certain elements where you're going to have to feed yourself your whole life to a certain extent. And starting with a lunch is a great place to start. So if you have kids older than third grade, congratulations. I want you to take the first step towards passing the baton onto your kids, and in return, you'll claim a little slice of freedom, and they are going to gain more of that independence and autonomy. So I want to talk specifically about kids who are going to pack their own lunches, and the system that I have gone through to help my 10-year-old son get really good at packing lunches. And then along the way, there's going to be some really helpful tips if you have younger kids about different ideas and, and all that. All right, so the first step is you got to tell your kids about the plan. So you might have kids who already love to do everything for themselves, or maybe your kids are like mine and will happily sit back while you do it all. And if you're a micromanager like me, you just think, oh, it's easier if I just do it. No, it's not. So their reactions may vary, but here are some points to consider when you share with them. Remind them that they are old enough and capable enough to be packing their own lunches. And that this idea that everyone in the family helps keep the household running and packing their own lunches is one way to participate in that family system. And the best part, making their own lunches means they get to choose what they pack. And we're going to guide them a little bit, but they get to make those choices. You're going to help them set it up. And if they want to request certain items for their lunch boxes, that's something you can do. You can go to the store together. You can order online and get those things um, and kind of giving some of that responsibility to them. Not only is not packing lunches a joy, but it's amazing because you get precious time in a critical time of day back. It's really amazing. So you're going to have the talk. You are going to, at the beginning of the school year, say, Congratulations! You get to pack your own lunch this year, and who knows, the reactions are going to vary. But I was surprised; my Oliver was actually stoked. He was really excited, and that's when we kind of planned a trip to the store to pick out some things. Um, and you know, if if this is a time for a new lunchbox, maybe your kid's been using the same lunchbox K through three. Maybe this is a great time to get a new lunchbox. Get them excited about it, but just let them know create a a formal opportunity to pass the lunch baton and say this is your job now but you're going to show them the ropes so if your kids given the opportunity to pack their own lunches would probably pack goldfish crackers pretzels and tortilla chips we might need to talk about what a a somewhat balanced lunch looks like. So whether you want to utilize, like I we have a small white marker board in our kitchen, or you want to use a printable or something like that, I think especially when they're getting started in packing their lunches, writing out some different options of things they can grab is a really helpful way to to show them what they have to pick from. And it's also a good time to really talk about what they like and what they don't like and how you want them to be able to enjoy what they're having for lunch today. You don't want them to be bored to death with the same old sandwich. And so we're going to go through a couple of different ideas. If your kid can only think of one, you know, I only want a bagel and cream cheese with an apple and a string cheese. Like we're going to we're going to talk about some things. You also need to make it easy, right? So when I decided I was no longer the chief lunch packer for my 10 year old, I decided that I wanted to create a bin or a station for different items. I could corral for my, for Ollie to really pull together a lunch. So it doesn't need to be Pinterest worthy. It does not need to be perfectly organized. It just needs to get the job done. So what that looks like in my house is a refrigerator bin, a freezer bin, and a pantry bin that all say lunch. And you can put whatever you want in there. Now, I do think this should be a decision made between you and your kid. Because if you stuff it with things that you think are healthy, but your kid will never eat, you are not solving any sort of problem. So be willing to give and take a little bit. And this might be a perfect opportunity to go to the store. But these are the categories. This is the agreement that Ollie and I have. He needs to pack one fruit. One vegetable, one main meal, which has some element of protein usually, and then he can pack a sweet and salty snack. So, and then he always packs water. So we kind of have those different categories. And like in the fridge, in the lunch bin, he'll say, like, we just did this because school's starting up again for us. And so he likes string cheese, but only a specific brand. So I have to get the specific type of string cheese that he likes. He likes apples. He likes carrots, like baby carrots. He likes um, those small bell peppers and he likes purple grapes. And so those things live in a lunch bin and that is his specific bin to grab from to pack his lunch. At the end of the week, I always kind of restock that. So I may have some baby carrots that live in our produce drawer, but at the beginning of the week, I will add some of those to the lunch bin. And then I only have to do it once as opposed to every single day. Now, in the freezer bin are things like frozen go-gurts. Um, we like to do, you You maybe have seen it, maybe you haven't. It's a great hack for lunch where you take an entire package of sweet Hawaiian rolls. And if your kids like spread, you could do either mayo or mustard, something along those lines, um, some ham or turkey, some cheddar cheese, and you put the tops on and you pull them apart or you cut them up individually and put them in individual bags and, um, you freeze them and they can just grab a sandwich to toss in their lunchbox. They freeze and thaw beautifully. The one downside here is I have tried them. With different types of containers. And ultimately, the best thing to keep them fresh is just a good old fashioned baggie, like a a freezer baggie. So you could also do this with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches um, and make it so, so easy. Other freezer options frozen edamame, which also has a lot of protein actually. Um, You could have frozen burritos, have them pop them in the microwave or the toaster oven before, wrap them in foil, pop them in their lunchbox, that works great. And those really are the frozen things that we have the best success with. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about some refrigerator ideas. Um I gave you the fruit and veggies, but also things like ranch cups, that's another huge one. Ollie will take celery and um carrots and the bell peppers and dip them in ranch or hummus cups um that's fantastic so if you can increase the veggie intake with something to dip them in that is always a good way to go hard boiled eggs is another one and then finally the pantry right now this is where a lot of the fun snacks live right we're talking about the bags of chips or popcorn or pirates booty um but i do like to balance some of that fun with things that i feel good about as as a mom so I am not opposed to buying bags of chips. My kids get chips just like many other kids, but I do try and create some healthy options as well. So that looks like trail mix, jerky, unsweetened applesauce packets, uh, dried or freeze-dried fruit, definitely some energy bars. Um, If your kids will do it, dried seaweed's awesome. Um, You could do those squeeze packets of nuts or seed butter, which is also great whole grain crackers, mini boxes of raisins, um, stuff like that. So once again, I just want to emphasize that things that you put in these lunch stations, in your refrigerator, your freezer, your pantry, they need to be things that you know your kids will eat, right? Now, occasionally you're going to push them and say, well, what if we tried this or what if we tried that? But at the end of the day, lunch that your kid is eating away from home should be not the time you're trying to introduce a new food to a picky eater. Let them pack things that you know that they will eat. Um, and I think getting them involved in that process of stocking those different bins is going to help a lot. Okay, now let's talk about the actual box, bag, whatever it may be. If you are still fussing with multiple containers, lids, plastic bags, do yourself a huge favor and get a bento lunchbox with one lid this changed everything for me it will simplify lunch packing so much and cleanup i have tried a handful over the years and i am not shy about the fact that i love planet box i wish i had a code for you guys i don't but they always run an amazing back to school sale typically in the month of august early september for 30 percent off and that's as cheap as it's gonna get that's the time to buy them What's great about this stainless steel bento box is that the quality is fantastic. It has a five year warranty. Also, it's the easiest lunchbox I found for little hands to open. Um, they're fantastic, like great company. They have some bags as well that you can actually put the bento box inside of. But most of our lunch gear comes from Planet Box. Others that I've purchased and liked are Lunch Bots. Lunchbots are also a stainless steel bento box option. I just, the lid functions a little differently and for um, when Ollie was younger, he could never get the lid off and that was a little frustrating for him. But what's great about that stainless steel material is that if you've got cold food, it helps it stay cold. And if you've got hot food, it helps it stay hot. So not only is it easy to clean, I think it contributes to to keeping that lunch fresh. And then if you're wanting something that is a little bit more colorful and fun, bent go is another great option. It is like a, a plastic form of a bento box. And it does have some innovative design in that you can kind of remove this top tray that can go on the top shelf of your dishwasher um, and makes that a little easier to clean. Um, but ultimately I did have a bento go a couple years ago and one of the one of the um, hinges snapped off. I think it's great. I think and I think they've got a warranty as well. They are very beloved like 30,000 plus reviews on Amazon. So take a look at that. If you've got a kid who wants something colorful and fun, that might be a great way to go. All right, a few more tips for kind of setting your kid up for success. Definitely show some mercy, right? Like you've passed the lunch baton, but every kid's going to sleep in or have a bad day and make sure you step in and and that's the time for mom to step in and help out with lunch. Um, And then finally, I kind of mentioned this, but let it go to a certain extent It can be easy to meddle, and if I notice that Ollie, like, my fifth grader, the king of carbs, has packed a sandwich, crackers, pretzels, and a cookie, I'll step in and suggest, hey, grab an apple and a string cheese, Um, or if I'm peeling an orange at breakfast, I'll ask him if he wants me to throw some in his lunch, but otherwise, I just try and let it go. By some standards, the lunches they pack themselves are are not going to be picture perfect, and that's okay, because they're learning. They're learning about balance, about their own appetites about what foods will sustain them so they don't get hungry about how much they need. And so by having those three separate bins, I kind of have given him the building blocks for healthy lunches and a guide. And I occasionally suggest things, but ultimately I want him to make his own decision, um, just as he'll be doing for most of his life. Right. So then I can kind of make an effort as mom that what's missing from his lunch selections get served at home. So that might be a few more veggies, fresh fruit, things like that. Ultimately, you can relieve yourself of lunch duty. Get them past third grade. Now look, I've got a kindergartner, so I'll be making her lunch. And I've got a preschooler, so I'll be making hers as well. But even to elim- eliminate one lunch is so freeing. So whether it's a system that looks like ours, where you have like the different lunch stations or the different bins, or it's a different setup, all I'm going to suggest that you do is figure out something you can systemize, something you can say, all right, here are the boundaries for packing lunches. Whether it's something I do, we do together, or you do it on your own, this is what it's going to look like this year. And it's going to be much easier to do at the beginning of the school year rather than the middle of the school year when everyone's frustrated because your kid doesn't like what you're packing for lunch or you're frustrated they're only packing pretzels and oreos every day um set set up a system and and kind of a system of expectations now um, that will set everyone up for success all right you guys that's it so we've talked about lunches we've got our dinner ideas for the week and you know you can always find me on instagram and there in recipe club where i share 5 new recipes every month to make dinner easier you can also join my family meal makeover course if you're looking to organize and outfit your kitchen thank you so much for listening this week and i can't wait to chat next week <laughs>